Hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Culture Beast. We're yes, calling I'm this so uh, we're calling this 9.5. 9.5. Cuz it's supposed to be 10, but like since he's not here, yeah. We figured to let he be sense. on the 10th. And it's kind of our podcast. We're like, you know what? Like, it's 9.5. 9.5. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. everyone this is Nate Lomo. Sometimes half episodes are, are good. Yeah. They're like we good. did like 2. Point, we did 2.5 and like 2 ish. And then we did actually three, and <laughs> it went on from there. So I think we had like three more before that, but it don't matter. But yeah, hi, I'm Nate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Nate Lindmuller. Uh We go back a long ways, dude. Yes. Like back when you had your escort. I was trying to think about it the other day. It's it's probably almost ten years. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been at least ten years for sure. It's so crazy. You know, they say if uh, you have your friends for seven years, then you have them for life. So. Cool. Cheers to life. Lifers. And cheers to that. Yeah, so Nate, uh, him, and Phil yeah. Lowther have a podcast called Oh Yeah with an exclamation part, with an exclamation point. Um, I was on their podcast um, last year. No, this year. Yeah, right it, was, bef- it was right, right before, before COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were kind of like, you know, kind of. Are, you know, how do you feel? Do you feel good? Like, are you sick at all right. or anything like that? And before we even thought about having to wear face masks, you know, yeah, every yeah. day or anything like that, it was just like, you know, before that. Yeah, before that. Before we knew what was actually <laughs> going to happen. In the old days. <laughs> back, yeah. Yeah, back in, in the old days. <laughs> before the world got turned on its ears. so did. <laughs> uh, so Nate has a history of building really great Volkswagens. Uh, really cool beetle, uh, first generation uh, rabbit. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, my first car actually was a '69 Volkswagen Beetle. And, I don't uh, think I knew that. Yeah, yeah. My my mom's first car was a Beetle. My dad's first car was a Beetle. My first car was a Beetle. Sweet. Um, so it's, my first it's car was a Beetle, of, technically. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so cool. it just kind of like worked, you yeah. know. And that's that's what I wanted, and uh, you know. When we got it, the thing had no floorboards in it. This one? Oh, no, the, your the, first one. Yeah, okay, the first yeah, yeah. one. <clears throat> and uh, they have a, you know, if you get an old Beetle, a lot of times the floor pan's rusted out. So yeah, that's how mine We work. Flintstoned at home. Nice. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool. Nice. It was a good first car. What color was it? Uh, it was red, and then uh, I painted it black um, in, in the driveway with, nice. like, a old paint gun from my grandpa's garage rad so yeah <laughs> so cool yeah <laughs> so i kind of kick-started you into cars yeah nice. you know i mean man i did some dumb stuff to that thing right um, we all do dumb stuff to our first cars yeah you saw um, me with my legacy yeah well yeah. i i actually <laughs> admired like you know the the little springs that held the hatch down nice. those, those were cool like I thought those <laughs> the were rally inspired springs exactly. yeah i mean so the the Beatles like the 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 metal dash is kind of iconic, right? Mm-hmm. I covered mine in subwoofer carpet. Nice. So, <laughs> it was like too metal, so I was like, eh. Dude, I got a '66 from a junkyard and like attempted to make it a hot rod. Like I look back on that thing and it was like it was it was straight. It was good. Like what and did I, I do? Ha- yeah, and I hacked <laughs> it up, and I felt. I still feel like. I don't deserve to own a sweet beetle. You know, it was a like, 67, you said? It was a 66. Okay. Yeah. Well, 65 and older, you might have been, you know, shanked by some old yeah. Volkswagen guy. But Did you see the oval window that's for sale right now? In Locally? Yeah. It's oh, in I Wyoming. They turned it into a Baja. It's $800. That's crazy. Yes. 
Maybe because it's a Baja. It's no a Haggard Baja, it. yeah. but it's still an oval window. And yeah. like, wow. I kind of want to go buy it. I think even rusty oval windows go for like $10,000. So Exactly. Yeah. You don't find ovals for... No. I mean, it needs rear aprons, front aprons, that. But, I mean... I mean, if you decided to get it and then turn it back to like an original oval or something yeah. like I that. I mean, you can buy aprons. Sure, yeah. Unless so. something's like cut. Yeah. You're... Should and it comes with a dune buggy shell too, like a like a like a caged dune buggy shell. Oh wow! Yeah, it comes with two cars basically. That is pretty cool. I, I want to buy it so bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. the financial decision I need to make right now, <laughs> no. but I want to buy it really bad <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. Um, so yeah, and then you're into you got a Jeep now. Yeah, you know. I didn't really see myself as kind of like a Jeeper guy. I didn't see you as a Jeeper guy. Um, but what what really appeals to the, the what really appeals to me about the Jeep is that it's just like the other cars that I've had. Right. Like the reality is it is just like a Civic. It is just like a Beetle. You can do anything to it you want. Right. And no one judges you. Mm-hmm. There's such a huge culture around it. Yeah. Like there's heaps of parts available. Yeah. yeah. And and it's um I can make it my own without having to copy anybody else. Right. Um, it still fits within that, uh, you know, that desire to be creative. Uh, and since we live here in Montana, it's like the excuse to do car stuff year round. Yeah. So yeah, it was like true. almost a no brainer yeah. to, to do it. And it's taken me on so many adventures up into the mountains now mm-hmm. that um, I should have done this way sooner. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool because like I've I've told you this like personally, but like I've always I've always admired how you build your cars, mm-hmm. and so how like I've seen you build your Jeep is like true to your style. Like For you sure. have a def- you have a style of like intentionality behind building your vehicles, and it's cool that we've been long enough friends to like that I can know that about you. Yeah. You know, and, but then it <laughs> translates into like what you're building your Jeep as. Sure, so, that's cool. Yeah, it's super sick. I didn't know that. <laughs> I think I told you that before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. Maybe yeah, I just forgot. No, uh, maybe I just didn't really pay attention that there's something different or weird. I just do what I do. You yeah, know? you do, and that's and that's what makes you so great is you just kind of do your own thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So what do you? Where tell the people that don't know, um, like what you do, like where you're, what you. Sure, you know a lot of uh, a lot of people that our car people or our friends or any podcast fans might know me as Nalo. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I've been, uh, kind of my online personality really. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm just a blue collar working guy. Uh, I work nonstop all the time, yeah, you, do. you know, hours and hours and <laughs> hours, but, um, you know, I only do that for money. I don't do that for fun. I do, uh, other things mm-hmm. for fun. So, um, what I really like is, uh, camping, uh, you know, hanging out with my family. My, my kids are getting a little bit older. Yeah. So they, we can kind of just adventure around mm-hmm. now, which is really neat. Um, you know, I've been, uh, in youth ministry for a long time too. Yeah. And I do, uh, I'm, I'm a youth pastor out in, at a church in Laurel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is just a, a really cool gig. Uh, you're going on your second year. Is that right? Uh, since 2017. So I think, I think I'm since January, I've been in my third year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, you that know, was a good I, move. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I was so used to like a large group of kids and uh, like a larger church with like a big budget and right. you know things like that that I kind of got spoiled. So when I mm-hmm. got into, uh, you know, God called me to some place different to kind of put me into a more leadership role. Right. It was uh, it was kind of culture shock. Yeah, I'm sure. But it was it was good though. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. I learned a lot about God mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, it's better. Yeah, and I feel like you had a lot of preparation prior to moving over there, you know, because yeah. you had served at the other church for so long, you know? Sure. Which I thought was super cool. You guys, yeah, I gained a lot of skills there, for mm-hmm. sure. And uh, It's like equipping for, like, the next step, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I do joke about it all the time, though, because I feel like I was, uh, I did youth ministry so long before diving into any, like, real leadership part of it that uh, once I actually had to talk to adults... Yeah. I couldn't do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you put me in front of, uh, you know, 6th through 12th graders, and I'm like a kid again. And we, yeah. you know, I just talk to them, and, uh, you know, we can connect and, and, right. and really relate. And then I have to, you know, fill in and teach at church on Sunday, and it's a complete, it's like I'm on a different planet. Right, right. You know, and everyone's staring at me. It's like way worse. Uh-huh. You know, and most people have the other kind of anxiety. They don't like talking in front of students or high schoolers, and it's... It feels so judgy, but it's it's really the opposite for me. Yeah. So. And that's what, like, I think has uh, – because you have that kind of youthfulness, you know, um, which, like, lends your – it's to – your filters out more for culture, you know, like what's yeah. going on culturally. So um, so that's why, like, having you be here tonight is, like, fits really, really well because you have that yeah. – the sense of culture about you. you it's know? really so. interesting because, you know, some of that stuff starting to go online now mm-hmm. a lot more than it used to. Yeah. And I had to teach these uh, – uh, older folks of uh, what Twitch was <laughs> and, yeah. you know, to teach them about, yeah. you know, you know, people TikTok play games and, yeah. online uh-huh. and they, they watch people play games and they're like, what? I, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they pay them too. Uh-huh. It's weird. <laughs> they pay them real well. Yeah. They make really lots of well. money yeah. playing video games. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. 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 So I'm glad you're here. Um, so Hugh is out Giving like a hunting, camping trip or something like that. So, Hugh, come he, on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's his girlfriend's dad that's like putting it on or something. So he's out mm. doing that. So cool. So yeah. So like what we we talked about off air, like just instead of skipping, like let's you know keep going and yeah, you know make it as consistent as we can be. So. Sure. Yeah. Let's do a 9.5 and a 9.75. Yes. And a 9.85. <laughs> we talked about it. You and yeah. I talked about that. We're like, we can do like 100 episodes between 10. Yeah, and sure. And then just hit 10, you yeah, know. <laughs> this is 9.867. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. It'd be so funny. <laughs> okay, now it's 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, glad you're here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just kind of just talk about culture stuff and, like, have some beer and just kind of hang out, so. I'm all about it. Yeah, and we've intentionally set Friday nights as kind of the night that we record because it's, like, you know, kind of get to hang out with our, you know, me and you yeah. just get to hang out and, you know, we have some people that hang out with us. So we have Dalton here. Yeah, uh, Dalton's back in the in the studio. And Ryan, our, dudes back our executive producer. producer. Is that, where, is that yeah, your name? Yeah, I'll take that. Executive producer? Yeah, I like that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that, that's executive good. sound producer? Just produ- I like producer. Because yeah. I produce the show. Yeah, but I produce and you. If so. all the That's people true. watching could just, <laughs> if they could all just see his wonderful suit he's wearing right yeah. now because he's an executive. <laughs> oh, yeah, executive. executive director. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, executive executive producer. E, is there an acronym for that? Uh, e, not, EP? Yeah, probably. EP? EPU. Or EPU. Yeah. Ryan is our EPU. Utility guy. Electronic poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. So we all have a uh, beer from Canyon Peak Brewing tonight. Um, yeah. This is not their growler. It's not their growler. Um, I had it on my shelf. Yeah, really great local brewery. Um, just talented, talented beer maker. Mm-hmm. Um, really makes some some amazing, amazing brews and beers. So. Yeah, like 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 we were saying, like I haven't really given them a good shake just because like their public notoriety for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and like, to be honest, like their space is like really hard for me to get behind. Yeah. Cause it's just so dark in there. You know, sure. when I went in today, I was just like, golly, like why do people hang out in here? You know? I think that's what to me makes it, makes me realize how good the beer really is. Right. There. Because like the place looks cool on the outside and then you're like, this is lame. Like you can tell there, there's not many people involved in trying to make the atmosphere right. enjoyable. And for me as a designer, like yeah. I redesign every space I go into sure. and I'm like, why did they do a black ceiling with dark blue walls? Like, yeah. it's like a dungeon. Yeah, like, you don't even wear black and blue together. Right. Like, don't paint it on your wall. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad you suggested it, though, because I would have gone to Thirsty Street or something else and I would have given it a... Thirsty Street, though. Like... Yeah. It doesn't get much better than Thirsty Street. Like, their stuff is good. It's so good. They I have a banana one. There's a banana one? When the last time I went, it was like a banana something. And mm-hmm. it was really, really good. Did you say you worked there? Yeah, I worked there for like three months, like right before COVID. Oh, nice. A little bit through COVID. But I'm impressed fun. by their their dartboards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it sounds like a weird <laughs> thing, but I really enjoy like a good, like a real dartboard. Yeah. And then there's there's so many like hangout spots where you can go and hang with your your dudes mm-hmm. and there's like fake like arcade style dartboards and they're lame yeah i hate the fake dartboards and you know i want something that could poke an eye out yeah you know? absolutely that's great yeah. yeah yeah they like so i appreciated them as far as owners go from because when it was hamelberger or something like that before like it was empty nobody went in mm. you know and then jill and shea bought it and just completely changed it, you know? Sure. And that was one of the things that, like, I wanted to look for with working underneath somebody is, like, good management, you know? And so, um, and it was, I mean, Jill and Shay are just incredible people. Like, can you work for them, like, really? Because I love, like, I love when managers and owners, like, really really care about their business and are intentional yeah. with it. It's not like a accidental. A yeah. They take it very seriously, you know, like. They really care for their staff. You know, they really care for their guests. Yeah. Shay's an incredible brewer. You know, the dude's a, a scientist when it comes to... That's awesome. Yeah, like I went and asked him, you know, I wanted to learn more about beer and how it works. And so he kind of ran me through, like, a bunch of different hops and yeasts and how it all works. Sure. And just like, And this is while he was, like, cleaning all the tanks and he's just, like, spouting all the stuff off. I'm like, jeez. It makes sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that you would be interested in that, uh... You know, we talked about your interest in coffee, right? And um, it's it's really similar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really an art form. It's it's just really like someone making, uh, uh, you know, a, a recipe that uh, everyone wants wants to share on the internet and you know put in a cookbook. Yeah, it's essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. It is literally a handmade, 
you know, scientific recipe that uh, makes an amazing drink. Yeah, it's wild. There's a place in town, I was talking to Ryan about this earlier today, that you can rent a keg Hmm. and you can, like, brew your own beer. Hmm. Like, they give you, like, the instructions on, like, what to do. And then, like, there's all the materials in the back. You gather it all and put it in the vat and then you can, like, make your own beer. Huh. Yeah, it's 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 in town. I think it's like one hundred and seventy five dollars, if I remember right. I thought it's three hundred, but I think it's one hundred and seventy five dollars. Huh. But yeah, that's not a lot. I was thinking how dope it'd be to like make our own like culture pieced beer for an episode. You know, <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah, dude, yeah. It'd be hella cool. Like document yeah. the whole process and then have, you have to like, like try practice it. your face. Like yeah. it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, then have like our first crack at it like on uh, live on uh yeah. recording it'd be so awesome <clears throat> you know i work with a guy who is uh he he brews beer on the side and has got a hobby and i mean man his it, you know just like you have a really cool podcast set up in your garage it, it's like a going into like a science lab yeah in his garage it doesn't park a car in there doesn't store any camping stuff there <laughs> It, he, it's, it's brewery. Yes, it's literally a a brewing kitchen. That's amazing, and, and it's so so cool. Yeah, does he, he does, does a very very good job at? Does it. he just sell it to friends and family, or what does he? I think why? he's uh, yeah. He wants to eventually start a, a brewery, and I think he's going to be really successful at it. But I think right now he's just like you know gaining recipes and you know perfecting stuff and brewing as much as he can and. I think he just gives it away. Mm. So yeah. he's got to be doing something with it, like he, like working towards something, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think he wants to be like open have something. Have a yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why else would you like? For sure, you know. Yeah, you can make you know one or two or three good beers, you know, if you're really into it. But the reality is, you need to be like, you need to be able to make ten, right? Ten to twenty right. really good ones because right. everyone has different tastes. Exactly. So. Yeah, sour is really popular right now, which I haven't really like super gotten into. Uh, yeah, I just got into IPAs through hazy IPAs. I hated IPAs. Yeah, and then um, when I worked at Thirsty Joe's, trying all the drinks, you know, and they had a hazy IPA on, yeah. and I was like, "Good grief, this is so flipping good!" So I got like a a, a pony, and um, brought it home, and I was like making eggs one morning, and I was like, "You know what?" <laughs> and I had it. I poured a little bit of uh, the the hazy IPA and had it for breakfast. And it was like it was like drinking juice, dude. It was yeah, a, yeah it was amazing. It was such a good that, pairing. That's cool. Yeah, it was so good. So now like I'm starting to more expand my horizons into IPAs because I have that palate for it now. You know, yeah. Which is something that like culturally and like sure. drink wise that I I don't want to like stay away from things. You know, because I don't like it. I want to like find a way to like enjoy it. You know. Yeah. So. That is a hard thing. That is a hard thing to do. Like mm-hmm. it, you know that. Like I was saying earlier, like I've tried some IPAs and I just it's so hard for me to get yeah. into it. You know my my taste buds they want like a bread, mm. like a good ale mm-hmm. that is, uh, you know, just like drinking bread. Drinking like that's, bread. Yeah. yeah, that's like the. <laughs> the best kind of uh, beer that I like. I go in seasons. So like in winter, I like darker, heavier beers like stouts, lagers, porters. You I really know. like Marzen. Marzen? What's Marzen that? is usually referred to as something else, Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. So any kind of Oktoberfest style beer is a is a German Marzen beer. Interesting. And, and they're very, very good. Huh. 
Yeah, and they I've can always, vary a lot in flavor. I've always considered like Oktoberfest to be more like in the pumpkin neighborhood. Yeah. So I've always kind of stayed away from it. It's not like there's no pumpkin flavoring at all. Huh. I think that you know it's it's kind of got a bad rap because a lot of the the labels and stuff are like fall themed. Yeah. Pumpkins on them or right. squash or something like that. But there's no the flavors like that. No, it's hmm. it's very spicy. Yeah. <clears throat> very. Um, very just kind of like, uh, you know, palatizing for like just eating bread. Interesting. I, I don't know. It's such a weird thing to say, but like, yeah, no, I understand. It, I mean, it's, it's yeast it's like. and it's, yeah. you know, it has to, you know, ferment together just like what bread does, you know? Yeah. So I totally understand that. It's so good, but cool. yeah. So maybe jump into, uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know, culture topic. It's fun. Cause like I have some like. I feel like there's some common ground that, like, we share with things, yeah. you know? cool. Um, as far as, um, I don't know, kind of, like, music and, like, that sort of stuff, mm. you know? So, um, yeah. Um, personal news. How, uh, we kind of start with that a little bit, like, as we're going through these, like... Yeah. What's going on in your life? Well, I think probably, like, the biggest thing right now is that... Um, my son has a driver's permit. Dang, dude, that, already? Yeah, that is weird. What the heck? It's weird, you know. Um, uh, Brooke and I had him when we were pretty young. Like, right. I was 20. Right. So, um, yeah, it's it's weird. You know, and and uh, I, I always thought, you know, it would be cool, like, 10 years ago. I oh, man, I'm going to be excited when my yeah. son can drive because I'm not going to be 40 yet. And, right. You know, I'm into cars and, you know, and he really, he's like incredibly smart and he's really into cars. He is wicked but smart. But not like into cars like I am. Right. Like he's into like the engineering of the car. Right. Not like making it look cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he appreciates that. Very but sure. he, he definitely appreciates the difference between like – you know, why you choose a V12 or a V8 over a V12 or vice versa, you know? That's and crazy. Like, okay. And Sound. how old is he, 14? He's like, no. He's 15. 15. You know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. It's, it's cool wild. that he's like into that technical mechanical aspect of cars. Yes. I remember, I was just thinking about it the other day. I read a, uh, years and years and years ago, I read this article of this guy, like he bought a car with um, the intentions of, like modifying and working on it. And his thing was he always, he started with the brakes and suspension and then worked his way from there. Brakes, suspension, tires, and worked his way from there. Mm. I was like, that's a really, like, it annoyed me because of how practical it was, <laughs> you know? Sure. But if you think about it, like, those are the biggest, those are the things that are keeping you on the road. You yeah, know? I guess you're right. So, like. You want that stuff to be good. First, and, and then you work your way around that. Yeah. And now that I've gotten older and I'm like, that just makes so much sense. You know, like why not start with that stuff? I know? wanted to like take the headlights out of the car. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, and exactly. Take them apart and paint the inside of them <laughs> and then not finish it in time. And then I couldn't drive my car cause I don't have any headlights. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. how I was too. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> what was I doing? Let's take out the entire interior of yeah, the car. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's, Gosh. it's gray and I want it to be black and it's like, you know, yeah, you paint it a black color that looks almost gray anyway, and you barely changed anything, but the whole interior was out of your car. Yep, exactly. So, 
Yeah, I remember living in Arizona and I saw a car with like a white interior. It's like, that's so sick. Yeah. Like, I would do that to mine, you know? Yeah. So, like, literally, like, spray painted the dash, you know? Oh, dude, I tried the, the white interior. stuff when you, Yeah, because yeah, your, uh, your escort was white. Yes. Yeah. And then it changed to black within, like, a, it was about a year. Yeah. Because. You can cannot see out the windshield. You just can't. Mm-hmm. So I had to I had to buy polarized sunglasses to wear at all times in the car because <laughs> you, so just to see through the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember my car being super bright too. It was annoying. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, was like, why but, did I do you know, this? I don't know. It was early two thousand, so it's like. Yeah, thousand years cool. themed sure. and influenced, and yeah. You know, the times change, so. <laughs> Thankfully, we changed, too. Are you guys yeah. good on beer back there? Mm-hmm. Dalton, you want some more? I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, well, that's really the only new thing. I'm a pretty regular guy. Like, I just do, I just go to work, yeah. and I come home. You know, I, I, you already know I built a computer. Right. Um, I've been ignoring my house quite a bit. Uh, that's fair. There, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed and done in my house, and I've ignored it. So <laughs> that's right not to the new. winter. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> you just did it strategically, so you hit winter. You're like, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, last year, I, you know, I have a really nice weed eater, and then I my lawnmower was old and busted. Yeah. And I, it was just like I finally get, I got through the whole year. And so this year I bought a new lawnmower nice. and my, my weed eater quit. Gosh. So then I was like, everything was nice and mowed and all the edges were tall. Yep. And I'm like, this is just dumb. <laughs> I bought my first mower this year. Like, that, that's a very manly thing to dude, do. Dude, yeah. And I bought brand new. You know, I was like, I ain't going to like, because I put on on Facebook, like, if anybody's got a mower, you know, I want to buy it. All these people are like, oh, this thing doesn't work. That doesn't work. You know, I'm just like, it was $250. Yeah. You know, like I have the history with it. You know, I don't got to worry about, like, whatever someone did with exactly. it, you know, like. And they're they're still fickle, even when yeah. you buy it brand new. Mm-hmm. Like, you, they're, they need to be really maintained. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. It is stupid. It's so annoying. And they have, like, electric mowers, like a thing now. Like, electric push yeah. mowers. Yeah, yeah. Brushless you, mowers. Yeah, and you put them, like, on, they, like, park onto a charger, which is cool. Yeah, that is cool. It's almost like a Roomba, you know, where it goes and parks itself. <laughs> yeah. but like, and they have Roomba mowers too. Like, they do. Yeah, basically, like yeah. automatic. I don't know about that. Kind I don't of stuff. That yeah. seems dangerous. I know. Here's like a Roomba, blade, I can put it's up. It's gonna like go around by itself. Like. Right. It's got a little brush on it. It might, you know, run over some dog poop and push it, push it all over your carpet. <laughs> but I mean, that's the worst thing that's gonna happen. Yeah. A, a lawnmower that's automated. I mean. Yeah, it's got a blade. It's got a legit blade on it. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, it will. It yeah. can't hurt. It's somebody. gonna run over a dog or a cat or uh, somebody's kid or something. It's right, just exactly. Gonna <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> secretly take over the world. Sure, sure. Um, I got a truck. You did? Yeah. Sweet. There's that tundra at the end of the driveway. Did you see it? I did see it. Yeah. I bought my first truck. Sweet. Yeah. What do you need a truck for? Uh, projects. Yeah. Mostly like car stuff. Redoing this house. You know. Sure. Cause I have that little rabbit that I've been driving around. Right. Yeah. But, um, I just like, like I can't put any sheets of wood in it. You no. know, like you just, you just can't do that. Yeah. So, um, I thought about it and prayed about it a lot and it's, you know, it's a, t- it's a 2002 with a hundred and or 210,000 miles on it. Yeah. But it's a Toyota. You it's know? a Toyota. 
should theoretically last a long time. So it should. <laughs> so the goal is pre-runner. Okay. Like, I want to pre-runner it. Not like Fox suspension and all that, but definitely like the, the wide fenders and all. Oh, yeah. So That's it's awesome. crazy because like I know like car offsets, I know what wheels fit on what, and this is like a totally like different, whole different thing. Yeah. It's weird. You know, one thing that I've really enjoyed about having a lifted vehicle is that you can reach everything. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't need jack stands to change my oil. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, before I had a problem with finding the right jack stand to actually go under the car because uh-huh. my cars were too low. Which, which that, boards to pile up so you can drive on top of the boards. Yeah, so you yeah, have yeah. to like, uh-huh. it's a step-by-step process. Yes. Now I don't have any, I don't even have a, a uh, jack that will go high enough. Right. That's, that's the problem so, I'm running into. Yeah. Is I need like a taller jack. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have suspension here that I'm going to work on putting on. Sure. And I'm like, how am I going to like jack it up? So I have the opposite <laughs> problem now. But like, what, how For do sure. I get this thing in the air? So. Yeah. But yeah, it should be fun. They make these like airbag jacks. They're yeah. really cool. I just don't know. It sketches me out. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I evidently don't buy a Harbor Freight Jack. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they recalled them, and then yeah. they recalled the recall. So yeah. then they, you know, <laughs> just don't buy them. Which is like, I mean, they're probably, them over there, everybody's out. And yeah, like I bought them like it. a couple months ago, like before the recall. And I'm like. Yeah, you just got to like look to see if they got the sharp teeth or the round teeth. If they got oh. the round teeth, don't use it. Sharp teeth. Yeah. Dalton, do the sharp, sharp teeth or round teeth? Uh, no, Jack stands. Oh, round. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I don't know. There's like a lot of things over here. No, it's good. They're yeah. round? So they're the bad, they're the bad ones. I, I think that their thing is if, if, they, if they're the bad ones, you just take them in there and they give you new ones for free. Huh. So they'll just exchange them. That's what I heard anyway. Well, I hope so. Yeah. And then I shared a picture of somebody like double stacking their, I saw their that. Harbor Freight Jacks. Yes. And I'm like, well, <laughs> now, now you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think they'd win in that. No. No, there's no winning. There's no coming back from that. Yeah. But the crazy thing is I was like, I have friends that do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jacks don't scare me anyways. Like being yeah. underneath a car scares me. Right. Like I get so claustrophobic, like. Sure. It's a giant it, thing that will squish your head. Yes. So. Like, I will, like, nudge the car, like, 50,000 times that I can run at the outside of it just to, like, be super, super certain that thing ain't going nowhere before <laughs> sure. crawling or it. Because, ugh. My Man. dad would just use the the wheel. So he'd use the, um, the jack to mm-hmm. lift it up. He'd take the wheel off, put the wheel under it, and then lower the car onto the wheel. And it would just be like, Ooh. and then take the jack out and then ah. go to the other side. Jack it up, take the wheel off, put the wheel on, Gosh. and he's like, "I'm not going anywhere now." You know? like, yeah, <laughs> but your side skirts are. <laughs> yeah, your pinch welds are. Sure. <laughs> I guess it's not going to fall over if it's on top of a wheel. But I guess so. Yeah, I stick a wheel underneath it just in case. Yeah. Because like, if it, it's if a safety thing. It's a safety yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So if it falls, it's going to fall on the wheel, and I might have a chance of surviving, but <laughs> it increases the odds nonetheless. Yeah. So that's kind of my personal news is owning a truck and learning and that's like cool. everything about trucks. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. There's always a reason for a truck. I was joking about that because, you know, like the one thing is if I ever, if I owned a truck, I would just make it a personal rule. I don't help people move. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, here's but I the probably keys. Would still do it. You move. Like, you yeah. do the moving. So. Yeah, sure. You can just borrow the truck. I don't want to lift your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect because this one's all beat up, you know? Like, the, it needs new bedsides. It yeah. needs everything. So it's like. That's truck right yeah, there. So it's, yeah. I, can, I don't have to worry about it. Like, I can just throw stuff throw in the back. Throw stuff in the back. Seriously. Just because you can throw it in there. Dude, I went on this, like, little random, like, exploration trip to, like, East Rosebud last week. Yeah. It just like mobbed, you know, like just mobbed the dirt roads, you know, it's like, I don't care. You know, I'm in a truck, like I can do whatever I want. Put some in the back that you don't even need to bring with you, but yes. since you can. You exactly. Can. <laughs> yeah. Just go buy wood randomly. Who cares? Yeah. You got sandbags in there? Yeah. I don't know why, but I got them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that two by four doing in there? I don't know. <laughs> just back there. Yeah. <laughs> I just threw a couple beer cans back there. Because I don't even like that kind. <laughs> But I just throw back there because the traditional Montana way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we, um, I had a little bit of coffee kind of news for our coffee listeners, and maybe Good. you could be educated on this too. Yeah, I, I love coffee. So, so do you do pour overs? Uh, I don't own a pour over, but I I do like them. If I go into a fancy coffee shop, you know, one with a bike hanging on the wall, yeah, yes. Yeah. Those are the only good ones. Yeah, those are the good ones. And then <laughs> I usually get a pour over or a Chemex or something. So this scale could be for you. So it's it's a company called Pour Pour Labs, P O U R Lab, um, not P O O R. Um, but they they brand it as intuitive brewing. So it's got this. Um, it's 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 almost made for the like precision brewing mm. without so for me like i have kind of like the basic uh i have a scale and i have a timer you know and i can yeah. make a pour over the same way every single time you right. know as long as like my grinder's dialed in and i can make a pour over at the same time but this like it's got the i should probably turn sideways um so the ring on the outside it's it's a light and it instructs you like when you should pour, when you should let it rest, when you should pour again, when you should stop. Wow. So yeah, so it, it almost like coaches you through For the perfect pour over. For the perfect pour over, yeah. So it's like timed, weighed, and it also like instructs you on like when to pour. So get one. The thing is I don't need one. Like yeah. it's a really yeah, so this one says uh, the greens go and you pour, and then it says stop, and then you're good. Cool. Um, yeah, and then on the back side, they kind of like a graph of like like what like your grind size should kind of mm-hmm. be, what you're looking for. Oh wow! So. Yeah, like if you like a sour coffee or strong. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's um, it's it's yeah, it's Wi-Fi compatible, so you can like jet your you can like um, save your recipes and like what you've used, what you liked, you know, what you've liked that, that grind size and like that time and how it turned out that you can save it and like do it again the next time, which I think is kind of cool. So that is, yeah. It's Um, cause like, you know, you make a, every once in a while you make yourself a good cup of coffee. You're like, Oh man, that was so good. mm -hmm. What did I do? You think you can do it again. And it's like, that was terrible. Yeah. So then this one, you can save it and then, Hmm. um, just follow the instructions that you did the the time before. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So easily that. become a coffee professional. You really could. Yeah, this has taken me like a really long time to like figure out like 
like the right measurement, the right grind size, you know, it's different with different coffees too, you know, Mm -hmm. like some are darker, some are lighter, you know, some like the bean is a a different density, you know, so you need to grind at a different setting. You know, there's a lot of complexities that go into it. For sure. But with something like that, with something that's new to coffee, it's like, okay, here's this basic understanding of like, we need to, we need to start (laughs) pouring when you can stop, when you can start, you know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. I kind of like it. (laughs) So. That sounds awesome. I I think I, I want one. Yeah. Um, they're on Kickstarter. Um, I don't remember. I think they're like 150 bucks. Like, they're not cheap. But I guess you can't put a price on the perfect pot of coffee. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have anything really for like, um, I don't know. I've been, it's it's hard. So like we, we talk about fashion every, every week, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing that's really, like, caught my eye recently with... I mean, because seasons are changing, you know? Um, kind of getting out of, like, the whole shorts and t-shirt sort of a vibe, you know? Kind of more into, like, the fall stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, are Crocs just, cool yet? They're becoming cool. Oh, okay. A lot of people that I didn't expect to wear Crocs are wearing Crocs. You know, I, I was, would never know any. I, I was totally against it for a long time, and then I bought some. You own some? Yeah, I, and... And I wear I wear them all the time. I almost wore them tonight, but then I was like, no, I just bought these nice Adidas. I don't wear. <laughs> but um, I did think like, oh, I'm going to see Paul Aspen. I'm not going to wear my Crocs. So, like, I, I did I did think that. I would have been like, what are you what doing? Are you but, uh, what are those? I'm like that, like dad now. Like I'm not even kidding. When I when I come home from work, I put on gym shorts and i take my shoes off i keep i still have my my dress socks on and i have my crocs so very often we're you know we'll be like hey do you want to go you know get some food or something and i'm like i ain't changing i've been wearing dress pants all day i'm wearing my scratch your belly let's go i'm i'm that guy like whatever shirt i had underneath my button one it stays i just imagine you like your button-up shirt on your gym short and crocs dude the other day i had like these bright blue like gym shorts on and the shirt that i had i'd like run out of white shirts so the shirt i had underneath my button-up shirt was this like light pink sonic the hedgehog shirt (laughs) so, so I had these blue shorts and the Sonic <laughs> shirt that was pink with a blue Sonic on it and my Crocs. <laughs> and my socks had, were uh, sunset. So <laughs> if, if you can't see the feet, it looks like I have rainbow socks on. So it was really. And you look like you were from Lockwood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Brooke's like, are you wearing that? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I just went out. I'm like, glad you're comfortable yeah. in that. Like, I just, you know. I'm the opposite, and like even when I go to Walmart, I'm like I got to put on something kind of okay to go to Walmart. And like, I I wish I was like that because, <laughs> you know, I I do get slightly embarrassed sometimes. I'm like, you know, and I'm telling my my son like fix your hair. You either need to fix your hair or wear a hat. You know that those are the only two options you have right, when right. you're 15 years old. Yeah. And then, but he's looking at me like. <laughs> nice Crocs, well, Dad. Yeah, wow, cool. <laughs> I'm not taking any fashion advice from you. So I'm the like, Model yeah, X is the one standing right before me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they want to walk like really far ahead. You know? <laughs> I became a big fan of Etnies in the last couple oh, of years. Cool. Yeah, like I kind of. What do their f- shoes look like now? They look amazing. Etnies. Oh, okay. Because like I feel like 
Am I thinking of the right shoe? Yeah. They used to be huge. Yeah, the okay. big, they still sell them. Okay. Yeah, which I think is awesome. But they, you know, I saw trainers, like, like what you got going on, yeah. you know. Um, they're really comfortable. And, like, they're, they're more expensive, but, like, I have four or five different pairs. I just absolutely love them. Nice. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what they come out with for their fall line. Um, I've just, like, I've, we've talked a little bit on the podcast. Like, I'm, I'm trying to buy more expensive things, yeah. you know, instead of, like, cheap things. Because sure. I buy a whole lot of, like, cheap things, not use them. And instead of buying, like, the really expensive thing and using it all the time, you know? You know, and, and I, I kind of do that with sunglasses mm. because I have a various amount of cheap sunglasses, right. but I know that I cannot care about those and it's fine. Right. But the problem is I is I really, like, I, I go outside all the time and I feel like I have to have sunglasses on. I got so used to it. And my eyes must be sensitive enough to the sun right. to where that's what I think about when I go outside. I'm like, ah, I forgot my sunglasses. Right. So I take really good care of my sunglasses mm-hmm. and I, I, I buy some nice ones and I'll like look up, you know, what's the, the best bang for my buck and, mm-hmm. you know, what's popular right now and what. So I have these Gooder ones. I don't know if you know what. Gooder? Yeah, they're called no. Gooder, like G-O-O-D-R. Nice. Gooder. And they're, they're not like. not better. They're Gooder. They're Gooder. Yeah. <laughs> And they are, they're really awesome. Like they huh. have, uh, that kind of like cheap sunglass feel, right? but you can tell when you're holding them that they're much higher quality hmm. and they're still in the inexpensive range. You don't have to buy like a $150 pair of Ray-Bans cause you're getting the same quality for 50 bucks Interesting. and it's, they're really Maybe cool. I should look at that cause I just buy like the cheap, like H&M ones, you know? Yeah. Burn through them, lose them, scratch them, sit on them, whatever. Yeah. And I don't care, you know. You'd probably like the gooder ones. I, they have a couple of cool, new, you know, stylish. Yeah. Which I feel like I should take better care of, like, my sunglasses. But I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, they're five bucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't care. That is a nice thing, you know, to have cheap sunglasses that you can leave in a car or just toss on to, right. you know, the couch and sit on them later or something. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> But, uh, you know, when he, I don't know, there, there's this, uh, there's this thing about having nice sunglasses. Oh, you know what? So we have the power of, um, uh, checking out some right here. Ones. We'll get them together. Cool. I always forget about like, so the point of like the screen is for like us to both like see what we got going on. Yeah. But also. I really like this. This is cool. Yeah. It's fun. And, like an element that we, that I don't have in my podcast We're we're almost like trying to share it on the screen you know mm-hmm. it's and it's cool. like and it's like fun because it. like like me and he would be like when we when we talk like this is born out of like our natural conversations of you course know? and so like we're always passing our phones to each other you know and showing each other what you're whatever. doing anyway yeah. yeah and so instead like since we're recording it you know putting on youtube it's like well let's show people what we're talking about as well include them yeah. into like the conversation so the dream is to like, get like a big old tv you know that we can actually like have like a big projection on people can actually follow through cool um yeah so gooder g-o-d-r yeah first top point right up there hmm. so on instagram it's just gooder g-o-o-d-r yeah huh look at this guy with a beard oh my gosh see how cheap they look they do but they when you're holding them in cheap. your hand like you can tell they're a different quality than cheap Different quality than she. That hoodie's dope. That sweatshirt she got going on. 
Mine, mine are uh, like a clear white, um, classic style. Dude, and those they are have, sick. And they have like, I don't know, cool American flags on the side. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those like, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool. Wow, these are amazing actually. Yeah, they have some really stylish ones. I think they put a lot of, lots of thought into their marketing and what they they look like because they don't have like a million you know styles right they just really kind of a few good ones yeah 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 this is the style that you have yeah yeah that's the mm-hmm. the classic style there it's 25 dollars yeah sweet you can get wonder woman themed oh and they have like blue blocker glasses too yeah, that what? they sell a lot because like blue blue blocker glasses are getting more popular right now what do you mean but, like I don't understand people this. buying like glasses that are non-prescription, but they wear them just because we're so screen focused these days. Oh. Maybe they want to try to protect their eyes a little bit more. So you just can have like, just like cheap sunglasses, you can have a bunch of these like clear uh, blue blocker lens glasses laying around. You just throw some on when you're watching TV, throw them back on the table, huh. pick, pick some up when you're on your phone, when you're laying what? in bed or something. And, yeah. Dude, this is exactly what I like having you here because I just like stuff that I have no idea For about. For sure, yeah. You saw there's a few uh, um, yeah, like these ones right here. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. They're, they're like a weird style. Like you see somebody wearing those, you're like, what the heck are they wearing? <laughs> but it's like, you know, that's the whole point. Right, right. You don't look like everybody else. This is good find, man. I like this. Coulter Gooder. There See, we go. there you go. Right up our alley. Yep, exactly. Exactly what we're going for. I love that. That's great. Yeah, I bought mine at, at Shields. So I don't oh, know okay, any nice. place that other place that sells them locally, but. Sweet. I yeah. love that. It's good. Uh, what music are you into right now? Let's talk about that. Okay. Um... You know, I I've kind of really got into uh, outlaw country. Interesting. Yeah. Um, First, you get a jeep. Now you're in outlaw country. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Crocs. But Dude, I've always what you... been, I know who am I? Um, but I, I've I've always been a fan of Johnny Cash. So, um, and Johnny Cash kind of helped me transition into um, some some. You know, Johnny Cash is iconic. Sure. And, you know, he's got his like you know, famous songs. Right. But I don't know if he's like the best old, you know, outlaw country guy. Sure. Um, I feel like I listen to more Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. Okay. And, uh, you know, David Allen Coe, some of these old guys that, you know, their, their music was really heartfelt and it was just like, you know, it was edgy. Like this was edgy music at the time. Right. You know, in the in the late sixties, early seventies, you know, to be this edgy you had to be like have long hair and be into rock bands and stuff like that. Right. Um, and these guys were country music stars that people thought were wholesome. You know, yeah. like this was the wholesome music. Right. And then these guys were like singing wholesome music that right. was not wholesome. Yeah. So <laughs> Ring it, of Fire. Yeah, they were they yeah. were the you know, the they were real outlaws. Yeah. And uh I really got into it because, um, you know, I can I can listen to it at any time. Mm. Uh, it's chill for in the morning, you know, when I'm I first get to work and I'm the only one there. Yeah, you know, I I could turn on like Godsmack or something, but it's like, 
way too loud and obnoxious. Yeah, no one hears, when, no one no. is here. God smack in the morning. No. I don't want to hear God smack anyways personally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> especially just, yeah. in the morning, <laughs> especially in the morning. So uh, no, I'm outlaw country is kind of like my go to like just chill time. Interesting. So that's a genre that I've never dove into. Like I like punk. R- punk rock, you know, yeah. kind of all those neighborhoods. But that's like one avenue of music that I just haven't dove into, you know. Yeah, honestly, like, you know, some of it is a lot more relatable than you think. Right. Um, you know, these aren't country songs like the new um, I'm Rednecker Than You song, right. you know. It, it's not like <laughs> that. My truck is more lifted. Yeah. Great song, actually. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, um, I... The, the, these songs are, are more like, you know, hey, I had a hard day and um, all my friends are really awesome and I can't do life without them. Right. Like the, those are like the themes huh. of these songs and it's just really great. So, Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should dive into a little bit more of that. But I mean, in, in other times, like I find myself listening to podcasts more often yeah. than, than music these days. I still listen to a lot of music. I right. mean, Spotify is on all the time right whether it's music or podcast right but you know i'm into i'm into podcasts because you you really learn a lot yeah I mean, you can learn a lot and uh i listen to a ton of podcasts too yeah and that was like that was one of my hard things about starting a podcast is was like what like <laughs> why do we does the world actually need another podcast yes guess that's, so that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i think that's the beauty of doing podcasts is that you know you can have different motivations of course in a sure. podcast you can want to be like Joe Rogan and have a podcast where you're making millions of dollars. Right. Which would be it's, nice. I'd be yeah, oh, that. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Winning the lottery would be nice too. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. But it's not going to happen. Right. So the, the motivation should be to just have your, your time where you can speak freely, talk about whatever you want. Right. And, uh, you know, people can either tune in or tune out. Right. And that's, that's the beauty of you it. You have it in the background, whatever. Sure. You know. Yeah, I've been listening to a ton of podcasts too. What other podcasts do you like? Um, you know, I've been um, I listen to. Well, it depends on if I can pay attention closely or not. Right. So um, there's one called "You Have Permission," okay. and it's by this guy named Dan Koch, and he is a um, he's kind mm-hmm. of a um, he's training to be a psychologist. Um, he grew up in like a very strict uh religious background okay um he's rebelled against that right and now he's kind of like really uh a very intelligent person that his has um advanced very quickly on how on figuring out how to depolarize uh spirituality interesting and, and to kind of find the middle ground and like really focus on who god is and not what other people tell you god is that's dope so um it's really really cool hmm. Uh, you have permission, and the 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 you know theme behind it is like you have permission to think yeah. and do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, like it, it's good for you to think, ask questions. Yeah, you, pull this you thing have permission apart. to ask about mm-hmm. this. You have permission to talk about this, yeah. and because there's a there's a culture in Christianity specifically where right. you know you you don't ask those questions mm-hmm. or you don't talk about this, and that that's just dumb. Right. I grew up Catholic, yeah. and like that's yeah. exactly the conversations for you have. Sure. You know. Oh, I. And I grew up Baptist, right. so it's like, you know, uh, you know, you talk about hell or anybody, you know, it's like that's the 
that's bad. You right. can't even talk about it. And it's like, ah, you know, right. I want to know about it. I want to know mm-hmm. what, what I believe. And, and so that's really cool. That's a good podcast, but I kind of have to pay attention when right. I listen to that one. So right. sometimes I go on lunch or something, I'll just sit in my car and like, just sit back and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can just turn on a podcast and hear little bits and pieces of it, I usually choose something a little more comedic. Yeah. Um, I listen to the dollop. Okay. Uh, the dollop is a good one. Um, two two comedians that uh, uh, one guy uh, tells a story about history, and the other guy has never heard the story before, and he comments commentates like the thing, and they role play with each other about Interesting. The, the story. So I don't know. They t- they talk about any random thing that's happened in history, huh. and they elaborate on it and make it funny and. You learn something at the same time. Interesting. So, yeah, it's really cool. Huh, that's cool. I yeah. love that. I've been listening to the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast. Mm. I love that one. Like, it's faith-based, but he doesn't um, just inter- interview believers. Yeah. Um, just a wide gamut of leaders, um, entrepreneurs. It's it's so good. Um, cool. It's rich, rich content. Um, and then the revival motoring podcast, some guys out in like New Jersey, like just these three dudes that just like sit around and just, and it's hilarious. Um, they're all like European car enthusiasts. Um, so like they're, they're great dudes. Like I started listening to them from one of their first episodes, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, they're just really, really cool people, you know? Sure. They have a lot of good content. Um. And it's kind of like you, some stuff you have to pay attention to because, like, they're intelligent. You know, they have a lot to actually say. Yeah. Um, but it's also nice, like, when you're cooking or whatever to kind of just, like, listen to something, you know. So For sure. Yeah. You know, there's um, there's a, a good one you might be interested in called uh, um, Catch, Catch the Fire, I think mm-hmm. is what it's called. And it's by Dustin Kinsrew. You know who that mm-hmm. is? He's uh, the lead singer of Thrice. Oh, okay. And... Um, he talks about how, um, you know, he's he's got a journey to where he's he's got to a point to where he's not a Christian anymore. Right. And uh, it's a a lot of what he talks about is really relatable. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of the struggles he's had, um, and uh, you know how he views the world and how he views Scripture and how he views God, and he mm-hmm. talks very openly about it. And Man, it's it's really cool to hear someone just like be honest right. about something for once. For sure, you know, and that that's what I really appreciate about it is that somebody's actually just like you know stepping out there, yeah, absolutely. especially someone who is kind of famous, yeah. you know, because like you have so much pressure on you to be a certain way, mm-hmm. and especially somebody who is you know the the lead singer of a worship band in one of the biggest churches in the world, right? Before it crumbled to the ground, right? Uh, and then. Um, and the leader of uh, a Christian band that got very, very popular. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's, I'm sure, had tons of pressure. Oh, yeah. And it's really cool to see him be honest about his faith. Interesting. So, what was it called again? It's called uh, Catch the Fire. Catch the Fire. I'm pretty sure it's called Catch the Fire. Like, the logo is like a hand hmm. catching fire. So, like, <laughs> my prize of elimination is probably Catch the Fire. That, but, yeah, I could look it up or something. That's and, awesome. And, and we'll show you. Cool. Yeah. Um, I got into K-pop recently. K-pop? Yes. Yeah, like K-pop the music. Yeah, like the genre K-pop. It's really good. Yes. Yeah. You like it too? Yeah, I mean... Amazing. 
um, I hear it every once in a while. Somebody's got something gets popular, and I'm like, I I've never disliked a K-pop yeah. song so far. Hugh always gives me shit for it. Like this is something that like I've just <laughs> I've just found. So my friend Ketty, um, her and I had coffee a few weeks ago, and she's like, I was asking her like what kind of music. She's like, I love K-pop. I'm like, you like what? She's like K-pop. I'm like, is that like? Korean pop? She's like, yes. yes. And I was like, this is something I have not, like, tell me. Like, tell me more. <laughs> what is it? And so she's like, Stray Kids, BTS, like, all these bands. And I'm like, dude, give it to me. Like, I want to I wanna hear it, you sure. know? So she, like, built me, like, a playlist. And, like, I kind of dove into it. And I was in this big, like, EDM house phase at that point. You know, like, Sweet. that two-month, two, three-month period where I was just like, all EDM, dude. Yeah. Like, and so, like, fit in that, like, super, super well. So, like, yeah. So, like, that's been really fun to, like, dive into, like, <laughs> different culture of, of stuff. That yeah, I, I think it's good. It, you know, I think anybody that just hates on something like that right away without experiencing it, it's a completely different culture. Like, yeah. They, they do things so much differently than we do. And that's what I love. Including music. Yeah. So. And that's what I love. I love all aspects of, like, different cultures, yeah. you know? Like, and like it's just a subgroup that I had no idea about. So mm. yeah, pretty interesting. Um, yeah. So like Stray Kids, I guess they just put out a new album this last week, which is interesting. So like me and here have been talking about like well, I brought up a f- like six episodes ago, like when COVID was starting, like mm. like there's there's gonna be a renaissance in music, you know, or like because all these artists are locking their house. What are oh, they gonna sure. do? They're not on tour, you know, yeah. like. They, their only option is they're going to create music, you know? And so now we're starting to actually see, like, the fruits of those things coming forth. And it's really exciting for me. I, I think so, too, because some of these people, they get so popular that they kind of get stuck in this rut. Yeah. Like, where they have, they only have certain expectations. Right. Um, and they kind of, like, get used to being popular and mm-hmm. then doing a minimal amount of work and people are going to like it no matter what. Right. So... I, I think it's good. Some yeah. of these people are very, very talented, and they need to actually get back. This mm-hmm. is ha- what I think about Justin Bieber. Right. Like, honestly, that that kid is, like, ridiculously talented. Unbelievably talented, yeah. Like, he got famous from YouTube and drumming, and he's an amazing drummer, mm-hmm. amazing guitar player. Yeah. Can almost play any instrument. Right. Very, very good vocalist. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as he got rich and popular, it was, like, lame pop music. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that... It doesn't take like there's so much less talent going on there mm-hmm. than, you know the, the unsigned metal band that's right. over here doing the most amazing things you've ever heard. And I think like the difference is, like the label because there's a lot yeah. of people that join into a label and then the label creates the image for them yeah. as opposed to like the independent punk rock band is just like doing whatever they want. You know what I mean? Well, they give them the option. You know, <clears throat> do you want to do this or do you want to make money? <laughs> you know, so I really give. Uh, Bieber props for actually like becoming a believer you yeah. know because he's basically like just he's being he's he's saying like okay like that was me in the past yep. but this is the new me and y'all are just gonna have to deal with it sure I think that's dope you know yeah. like he put out a new song with uh, Chance the Rapper yeah a couple days ago mm-hmm. called Holy it's pretty good pretty good yeah mm-hmm. I'll have to go check it out I think it's been, and that's that came out of quarantine. Like that song came through quarantine. That's awesome. Yeah, um, and then BTS, like like I guess K-pop's like biggest, like most well-known band. They put out a song last two weeks ago, and it's it's their first English-speaking song, and it's been like the number one mm. song in America for like two weeks. 
I think that's really cool. Yeah. Especially because like one of the more popular songs in like the rock world is the Wolf Totem song. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that by The Who? Oh, which yeah. is like a Mongolian metal band. Yeah. <laughs> and featuring Jacoby from Papa Roach. Right. But uh, they, it's such different music than mm-hmm. we're used to hearing. Yeah. And like that, all that stuff's popular right now, yeah. which is good. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, and it's, and it's, like I said, it's cool, like seeing that stuff. Like, like the artists have been locked in their houses for so long, <laughs> like cranking out all this super cool stuff, yeah. you know? What else are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it, it hypes me, like seeing That's all this new music come out. So That's cool. I've been in a big punk like punk punk pop punk phase yeah. the last couple of weeks. Like it's stuff I used to kinda of listen to like in high school, you know, and then uh, like I've just started to kinda of rediscover a little bit more of it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been so much fun. Think about like the kind of I, I am not a I I'm not a reader. I don't like read sit right. and read books like my wife does. She's just a reader, she just reads all the time. And but I guess for her, like, that would be as, just as exciting mm-hmm. because all these authors, like, now what are they going to do? Right. right. But they're, they're going to write something. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some really amazing books coming out, yeah. too, I bet. Great stuff coming out in quarantine. Yeah. So good. Cool. Uh, want to move into Cars? Yeah, always. Dude. <laughs> Should we start with the, uh, the biggest news? Sure. The Z? The Z, yeah. yeah. That is just, the Fair Lady is just amazing. You think so? Very, very... I, I liked it. You know, the more and more I looked at it, actually, it got better. Yeah. You know, because at first I was like, uh, you know, I felt the same way when I looked at, uh, you know, the new Mustang or the new Challenger right. or something like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's an old, it's a new version of an old car. But the more you look at it, if you're looking at old Zs and you're looking at this Z, it, it's very cool. They mm-hmm. put a lot of time and thought and energy into it. Yeah, I, I wasn't... Um I wasn't going to it, but um, I wasn't a fan of the color. Like, why would you introduce a car in that color? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just not. What do you think? Like the 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 perfect Z color would have been. Um, they had that um that really nice white that they came in. You know. Yeah. Um. With some red badging and yeah the red badging Nissan the red, red interior like, at one point I think that's um, kind of like a thing for them you know with right. the GTR and stuff too and yeah so I mean like it looks it looks cool but I mean the yellow like I feel like just yellow is just such like a it hides things it's a niche color you yeah. Know I mean? yeah not everybody's into yellow and like it's hard to see the body lines I don't know. It, the renders it, that have came out of it are really cool. Like the yeah. people that have been rendering them look amazing. So, sure. and it's just the prototype, but yeah. Um, so we've talked quite a bit about like kind of like where where this is all going because we have like a a new a new era of sports car. Mm-hmm. You know, started with the BRZ, right? Yeah. Was that twenty ten? Sure. That those came out. Um, and now you have all these manufacturers that are like, okay, well, we haven't put out, you know, anything in a while. Like, what do we do? You know, like they're Japanese muscle cars. Yeah, you know? exactly. And we haven't had this in a very, very, very long time, which I think is incredibly exciting. You know. Yeah. Um. So this is the first Z that they've produced in ten years, right? Mm-hmm. Um. 
the super came out right and then um that um i love hate that thing but yeah same but it's cool that they moved forward with it and and it's such a radical design it really is yeah um that i appreciate it because of it Mm -hmm. um yeah and like but i feel like they missed a lot of it you know like they don't like it wasn't offered in a manual you know like mm-hmm. they offered very limited trim packages yeah where's Not, the 2jz yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um they, they got so much trash for being you know being tied bmw it, it really and, is a bmw right i mean honestly yeah. like almost every component that's worth a while in in that super is a bmw but the problem the pro the problem is toyota's reliable BMWs are not reliable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's the conundrum. Is sure. like I will buy a Toyota Tundra with two hundred ten thousand miles on it, not sweat it. I'm not buying a BMW with a hundred thousand miles on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've true. owned a BMW and it had heaps of problems. You sure. Know? So like, and you know Quinn and Ian. Things are just over engineered. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know Quinn and Ian yeah. at UMP Performance, right. right? They're stacked with BMWs. Yeah, what a great business because sure. they're going to be broke. Right, <laughs> but you and I are going to have to pay to get that mug fixed. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it just it does not make sense. That one of the most reliable car companies, yeah. Toyota, would put all unreliable things into that chassis. You know what sure. I mean? It drives yeah. me crazy. It, it is. It, it does drive me a little bit crazy too. And I liked the matchup between Toyota and Subaru. Yes. You know, that that was good. That was good. That was good. Um, and I think they were trying to hide this matchup with BMW. Mm-hmm. Like, people had to discover it. Yeah. You know, and that, that, that and was kind of weird it, to me. It took like three seconds for people to be like, that's... Yeah, they're like, wait a second, all this has... <laughs> this has like stamping BMW stuff. Yeah. Um, and then who else came out with something after that? It was... Someone else came out with a Roadster just recently. I probably read about it or know about it. I just, I'm spacing. Yeah, I'm spacing too. But anyways, so now we have Nissan that's putting out another Roadster, you know. Yep. And it's manual gearbox. It's turboed, you know. (laughs) Like they checked all the boxes that the enthusiasts want. Yeah. Which I think is very fascinating. But it's like, like it in yellow is just, eh. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like mustard. Maybe it's not a it's not a good yellow either. Maybe when you see it in person, maybe the pictures and video just don't do it justice. Because like that right. had to be what what happened is that they created this color, and then they were like all standing there looking at it like it's amazing. Yeah, you know, and then this just doesn't capture it or right. something. That's you know, got to be it. Or it's like just such a prototype that they're like, eh, we'll just fudge the lines a little bit. Yeah, let's see what people think. Yeah. You know? I do like how it, it has very much of the original Z styling to it, you know, yeah. with the rear lights. Um, like things badge. are in the right place. Yeah. The, the big kind of squared out front front um, grill. Yeah. It's a it's it's a good nod to the old, in my opinion. But you know how like iconic Z flares are mm-hmm. like every manufacturer copies what Nissan did with the the Fair Lady Z flares. Right. This has none of that. That's true. That's very true. I didn't even think about that, honestly. But, yeah, I think it's a good, good step in the right direction. I was really sad when uh, Nissan then put out the, the Datsun, the 
five ten render that yeah. I did a few years ago. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. The thing was so amazing. Very cool. Nissan's just having problems as a company anyway, though. Like How so? They're, uh, I, I don't know the details on it. Elias tells me all the stuff because he knows, he reads cover to cover, <laughs> you know, car and you driver get magazine. that kid on here. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but I guess they, you know, they're uh, in cahoots with what, what is that other brand? Um, Infinity. No, well, yeah, but uh, they were bought out by Peugeot. Oh, really? Or, or they're, they're partnered with Peugeot. One of them. Uh, bought each other huh. so but they're they're they brought their problems from each company together you know and then the right. ceo was doing some sort of shady things and they kicked him out and then i don't know some some crazy stuff so they're having problems as like at the top executive side hmm. you know of trying to get their old son is telling you about this yeah he <laughs> that's is. amazing yeah, he tells me like didn't <laughs> we you seriously know need to have him as a guest someday. he knows him by his name you know the whatever guy from <laughs> nissan i'm like no <laughs> Does he work here in town? He's like, no, he's the CEO. I'm like, okay. Like, what do I know? That makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, he just like knows that stuff. Because we, we have a subscription to Car and Driver, and I don't even touch him. Right. You know, I look at the cover, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I ask him about it. Because he reads it cover to cover. That's amazing. He doesn't just look at the pictures. He's like in there reading about horsepower differences, and I'm like, well, I would be reading it. I'd fall asleep. Right. You know. <laughs> the dudes, the dudes just have to tell him, like, it. it's 11 o'clock, go to bed. He's like, I'm just reading. <laughs> Car and driver. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, what a crazy kid. Yeah. I, uh, I'm the same way as you. Like, I just, like, I want to, like, see the thing be cool. Don't care how it runs, you know. Yeah, like, I don't, for sure. It's the last thing in my mind. Um, the crazy part to me, like, is that, you know, we'll see like a cool Mercedes, you know, uh, AMG or something mm-hmm. go down the road. I'm like, dude, Elias, check that thing out. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's a 2008 AMG C class, uh, C24. You know, they had the 20, the, the 18 inch brakes on the front of that one and stuff. And I'm like, what? no, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> and he's like, actually, it's not, it's not that new dad. It's a it's a 2016. It's 2020. <laughs> I'm like, wow. The dude's yeah. just a worm. Huh? They, they, yeah, they've had a different a whole two generations after that now. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. He's like, they have they don't even have LED lights on that thing. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. He's a weirdo. Yeah. Dude, my nephew. He's 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 three. His favorite things are dinosaurs. His like he he knows like all like the technical names for all these dinosaurs. Like he told me the his favorite dinosaur is like the Stegosaurus or something like that. Yeah. Big long name. I'm like, what is he? What is that? You know, he knows all these like. I'm like, are these how kids are, are now? You yeah. know, like just like wealths of information. <laughs> it's weird. That reminded me of this like. You know how TikTok is, like, a huge thing right now? It was like, a huge thing. I, yeah, well, I guess until, like, two days from now they get shut down or something like that. But, <laughs> I guess so. Um, I still have not downloaded it. I'm, I'm like, Dude, me I neither. refuse. I'm like, I refuse to do it. But yeah, I was like, bump that. Like, I'm not. I saw somebody share this video. It was really funny. 
uh, this uh, this girl. She was, you know, people like will film themselves and then they put on a wig and then they they film the, at a different angle. So yeah. like they're playing two different people. Yeah, yeah. So she was playing herself and she was talking to God and and uh, she's like me, you know, and she, she's like, hey God, how's it going? And then she has this like fake beard thing that she made out of a face mask, and uh, she, uh, she she's playing God and, and God's like, yeah, hey, did you make the uh, the dinosaurs have bigger muscles? <laughs> and then she gets back and she's like, um, yeah, you told me to make them a meteor. And, and, then, and then it goes back to God and God's like, no, 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 I told you to make them meteor. And then goes back and is like, a meteor? And then, no, meteor. And then, then it goes back to her again. And she's like legitimately crying. She's like, a meteor? And then, and then goes back to God and God's like literally crying. No meteor, <laughs> and it's just like it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, "Oh dang it, they killed the dinosaurs!" <laughs> That's so brilliant. <laughs> it's like vines, you know. Like vines yeah. were like super cool. And man, why do they got to get rid of this junk? I, don't you know. Know? I mean, copyrights. You know. Yeah. Whatever. It's government conspiracies. This was a piece of new thing that I uh, found this week. Check this thing Ooh. out. So it's a new company, I guess. But it looks like exactly like a Ferrari FF, mm, you know. Okay. Um, like you can tell where their inspirations. Yeah, are from. it's almost like when someone like it's like a cross between a Alfa Romeo and the Ferrari. The funny thing is that that's they were so they're trying to style it after like yeah, show the, the race, back of this thing. the race cars of the thirties. Okay. So there is no rear window. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, look at the um, exhaust pipes. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, so the whole intention was to design these these modern cars out of, like, like that harken back to um, race cars of the 30s, which look cool, you know. So What's this the, the name of this company? I think it's actually called Touring Superleggera. Um, it's a really... It's hard to pinpoint, like, what's actually going on here. Like, I read through this article, <laughs> and I'm like... I don't know. So, so they're not taking like a, like an Alfa Romeo and modifying it. That's not what that is. Well, they they. So because it kind of looks like this. Yeah. So this what Disco it's Volante. so what it says is um, so the 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 co-founder um, explains it as. Um, he says, uh, way is the enemy, air resistance is the obstacle. Um, uh, son of the co-founder, Corazera Touring Superleggera. Mm. Um, which, like, I guess that would be the full name, but it's, they refer to it in this article a ton of, as Touring Superleggera. Mm. Um, but they, um, they say um, this philosophy can be traced back to the very beginnings of the Milanese coach builders building in the 1920s. So, um, I guess what it is, is it's a new company. Um, this, this model is called the, uh, eighth arrow three. So it reminds me of like the guy who started, um, gosh, what is that? Uh, the really, really weird-looking supercars with, the, like, the four-piece exhaust on the back. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, that guy built his stuff in his garage first, and it was really weird looking, and right. no one really liked it at first. Right. Um, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Yeah. Just so. wanted to build something that no one else built. Right. So this is going to debut in a couple weeks, I guess. So the Aero 3 is our version of, of the streamlined aerodynamic styling of the 1930s. Hmm. Um, would look today. Um, touring is very famous... Touring is very famous for its lightweight bodies that blend style and aerodynamics efficiently. Um, it is important for us to visualize the future. Embodiment uh, of this is key and is the key strand of our DNA. Um, in that respect, the Aero Three is very very much shares its soul with the modern interpretations of the Alfa Romeo dis- Disco Volante. Mm. So, yeah, I guess it's an all carbon fiber body. It's a V twelve. Um, cool. Yeah. So. Tourings. Yeah, I guess like mm-hmm. the name touring. Yeah, it's, it's kind of honestly like as creative as the car looks. Mm-hmm. I I kind of expected a more creative name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And color scheme, man. Like, why would you put orange orange letters on a red car? Like, come it on. Does, it is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I like how it has these, like, gauges on the uh, the little stickers on the, the rear wing. Because it was kind of, like, iconic to, like, those cars. You know, you can, like, j- adjust the arrow. But... It, it does look cool. Like, the, there's nothing really that looks like that. And and it's almost like... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's almost like they edged on making it kind of look like a Batmobile without yeah. making it look like a Batmobile. Dude, I so could like, totally see you, that. You look at that and you don't think, oh, Batmobile right away. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, if, if it was in flat black, you might. You might. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> someone someone pointed out um, having, like, like split windows in the back would be really cool on this. I was like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. What I mean, is it rear engine or no, front engine? It's front engine. That's why it looks like a Ferrari. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Came across Number 19. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, did you do anything catch your eye this week with cars or recently? Or? Um, you know, I'm since I work for Volvo, um, I, uh, I'm kind of becoming more and more of a fan of the Polestars. Oh, yeah. And uh, since um, only certain dealerships are allowed to sell them, so mm-hmm. we don't hardly ever see them, we just see, like, Polestar package right. cars, like an S60 with a Polestar package. So mm-hmm. it's got some cool features on it. But we actually had uh, a V60 Polestar come in Ooh. for service. And nice. it was really, really cool to see. Um, I mean, these things have giant brakes on them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all electric, lot, aren't they? They're, they're like supercharged. Oh. Yeah. Or a lot of times they're V6 twin turbos. Gotcha. Which ones so, are the ones that I'm thinking of that are uh, all electric? It's not Polestar, obviously. Um, well, they have, yeah, there's some, a few uh, Volvo, maybe the S90 is an electric, hmm. uh, has an electric version. Interesting. But uh, I just love Volvo as a company right now. Like, yeah. They're just, just killing it, you know? They do. Like, they have a really amazing style. They they uh, have have good uh, support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the... The fixed operations side is kind of a mess, but right. um, it's they're complicated cars. So, yeah. you know, that they're, they're a little like the BMW and Mercedes, a little over engineered, but in, in a different way. Like they're over engineered for luxury and they think about the little every little thing. They right. think about 
where the stitching is placed on the mm-hmm. seat and all you know the shift knobs are made of crystal yes and yes it's it's just it's just cool i love like we've talked about on this show a few times like just the intentionality of volvo you know like everything has a purpose everything has a place you know which i just absolutely love like the v90 or the the, s90 it's it's like a dream car you know it is such a beautiful thing it's very underrated Mm -hmm. i like the inscription i like the the shorter wheelbase rather than the longer wheelbase Mm -hmm. because they changed it in what 2019 they went to the longer wheelbase in 2019 is yes. that right? yeah it's a big car it's a big car it's big yeah and the the v90 um you know because you can get a v90 cross country and you can get a v90 like touring mm-hmm. and it's this super long hatchback and it's it's really like it reminds me of like the harry and the henderson's car <laughs> yeah. like it's such a long car <laughs> That uh, you could fit twenty people in this yeah. thing, probably. But there's four throw seats yeah. back there. Like. But it also like you look at it and you're like, it's beautiful too. Yeah. You know? So it's it's really cool. They do a lot of amazing things that nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I followed. I think you gave me the the brochure. Yeah. Back in the day. I know yeah. you said that you like the S90, so I went and grabbed some mm-hmm. cool new stuff for it. Gosh, it was like I still have that in my in my house. Like I've sat it out on yeah. my table as like a, a coffee table because it's just a gorgeous Yeah, even that is intentional. Yeah, like exactly. Their, their little brochure books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like definitely a dream car for me in the future sure. is like the the inscription, you know, first generation, you know. Yeah, they go way like almost too far with the, their stuff. But mm-hmm. even with like the accessories so you can you can buy a new hyundai tucson right and there's 20 different types of accessories <laughs> for it for you know putting uh crossbars on and little you know baskets and right. you know little things that go in the back so you can put your pet back there or whatever but like, <laughs> it's, like Volvo, what, it's like what, what, what yeah. volkswagen was in exactly. 2005 <laughs> yeah but volvo does that as well but they have like eight versions of everything right so like you can get the black one, the the shiny chrome one, the the steel looking one, hmm. you know, all of this just just for the dog door in the back, <laughs> you know, and it's just they are tons very, of very, options. Yeah, and the XC90 has they even thought of uh, inside the little armrest in the very the third row. There's like a little spider web toy that's built into the car what? for kids. Wow. Yeah. That's intentional. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. And they're gorgeous. Like, the, their whole lineup is just beautiful. Very cool. Very good wheel designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Do you think they're going to do a lift back? Because mm-hmm. last episode, me and Hugh talked about, like, we're yeah. living in the era of a lift back. Because every company has a lift back now, except for Volvo. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Because Honda has a lift back. Yep. The, you can get the Accord in the lift back, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is dope, and it's a man. You can get a manual in it. Yeah, I just don't think that they're ready to do like such a. They they're so like we said intentional with their, they the, the so they call it a spa car is is really spa is like S P A but it it stands for it's an acronym for something. And mm-hmm. I I know what it is. I just can't remember it off the top of my head right now. But that's what the X C forty. Uh, 60 70 90 is and it's literally a like the s stands for scale they can literally take their design stretch it and make an xc90 so the xc40 is an xc90 scaled 
down. Huh. The design is literally the same. Interesting. So it, it's a uh, it's a really cool thing. Huh. And it, I, it's the only company I know of for sure that makes a scale version of their smallest thing or their biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because they all look very, very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the XC40 is a cool little sporty rig. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's CRV size, you know, RAV4 yeah. size. Yeah. Um, and it looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh, just so much cooler. Yeah. Twice as much money. Too. Right. <laughs> but they have a cool light bar in the back, you know, like yeah. the lights that. It, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Their lighting setup is so cool. They, they do they do a good job. It, it's not it's no wonder you like Volvo so much. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is I'm I'm finding more stuff more and more into like hatches, you know, that usability. Yeah. Like I like cars, you know, but I also like, you know, like having a hatchback, you know. Sure. So and they yeah, have really I'm not like, sure. Their their hatch is just the V and it's it's a station wagon. Yeah. It's not what you're intending exactly. for it to be. <laughs> Which works, I guess. But Ryan, you okay on beer back there? Oh yeah, man. Okay. Doing great. Cool. Just enjoying the conversation. Rad. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of all I got for this week. Like, do you yeah. got anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, I mean, we could talk about cars for hours. We could. But <laughs> we absolutely could. <laughs> hey, oh, I bought another. I bought a new car too. What? What'd you buy? Yeah. So you were telling me that you bought a truck. Um, I and I buy cars for myself all the time. Right. So, but I I bought my wife a car. Oh, nice. So, What'd you get her? Um. I got her a 2014 Acura RDX. Nice. Um, it's very, very nice. Yeah. It's, Solid. It's very cool. Um, but, like, this, there's a story behind me getting her a car instead of her picking it out. Okay. Because yeah. when we first got married, okay, so, like, she knows I'm really into cars, and then she just didn't want to be pushed into buying something she didn't want. So right. she was very independent in that way. Right. Um but I know that she knows nothing about cars. So right. I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, I'm I'm at work and we had arranged this whole thing. She's going going to go to the auction with her mom uh-huh. to buy a car. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are they going to come <laughs> back with? You know, so uh, she calls me and she's like, we did it. We bought a car. And I'm like, what did you buy? And she goes, well, we bought a Chevy Malibu. No. no. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Chevy Malibu. Well, uh, did you get it for a good deal? Yeah, yeah, we got it for a good deal. Okay, well, that's it, your car. You picked it out. Cool. So. Three seconds later. Well, they, they drive. I was like, bring <laughs> drive it over so I can see it. So they, they drive it over, and she gets out kind of like this disappointed face. And, and I'm like, that's not a Chevy Malibu. <laughs> And she goes, I bid on the wrong car. <laughs> so she, she was bidding on the car that wasn't on the block. Uh, and, and we bought an Oldsmobile Alero, which no. is worse. <laughs> so much worse. It's so much worse. So we actually had an and Oldsmobile And that's a lot of worse. Like, Malibus are garbage. Yeah. But, like, an Oldsmobile is even worse. Yeah, like, this was, like, a step backwards from that. unbelievable. And, but it worked for a while. You know, she – it was her car. She was kind of proud of it because she bought it, you know. Right. And um, it had all of the Oldsmobile problems. Right. And, and we finally got rid of it. <laughs> um, but they get rid of it. You like scrapped it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and uh, I, I think she just realized at that point, like, you know, she got to 
she got to buy her own car. Sure. And, and it wasn't something that somebody else picked out for her or anything. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, that's what she wanted to do. For sure. And then by this time, you know, it was time for us to get her something else. So, and I, I was a little better at communicating with her what she needed right. without just saying, you need this. Right, right. So we got her the CRV, you know, mm-hmm. that, that 98 Which CRV. Which was dope. Yeah, it's been low miles, and it's like one of the best Hondas you can buy is yeah. a first-gen CRV. Absolutely. The most rock-solid, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. So she's been driving that for a long time. And uh, winter's coming up, and Elias is driving. So I'm like, we just need to get her something nice and good. Right. So I didn't buy myself anything this time. That's great. Uh, yeah. Bought I mean, her kind, of, an kind of. Yeah, I mean, she's still, like, when we go somewhere, she's like, you drive. Yeah. So, but. Uh, Did you drive that, uh, what, what was it, the CRV? No, cross, what? Was the the black one? Yo, the my I had a pilot for a little pilot. bit. Yeah, yeah, because you drove yeah. that one a lot. Yes, yeah. um, I actually bought that for her to upgrade from the CRV, but it was too big. Right. She didn't. She didn't like it. Right. She was really used to the CRV and wanted to. You know, she thought it was cool. She's like, "Wow, cool! Yeah, I like it. I like the leather. I like the heated seats. You know." Mm-hmm. And it was a first generation pilot, um, and it was too big. Yeah. So she's like, "I don't want to drive it." Yeah. Going back to the CRV, so then I drove that, and then eventually got my Jeep. Yeah. Um, but this Acura is really cool. It's like the perfect size for her. Mm-hmm. It's got a very, very nice looking, light, uh, like beige leather interior. Perfect. Um, it's like a metallic bronze that looks beautiful in the sun. Yeah. And it's got low miles and. So good. As soon as it showed up. Is it uh, trade in? Yeah, I was yeah. like, "That's we need to buy it." Yeah. So. Did you get a good price on it? Uh, not as good as it could have, if it would have sat long enough for me to get a good employee price on it. But right. I was like, "It's not going to last." We're no. just buying it. Yeah. So. Good man. Yeah, it, it is good. She she really likes it. She mm-hmm. drove it once and she's like, "This is my car." Perfect. Cool. <laughs> like we could have done this ten years ago, man. <laughs> yeah. So I got this mom car in my driveway now. Love it. <laughs> Plus a dope Jeep, plus the Volkswagen. Yeah, Brett came over. He's like, well, "You have five cars," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so yeah, I got, I got the rabbit beetle don't count. Okay? Yeah. They just don't count. They don't count. No. Yeah, yeah those are those like are part cars. of family. Like yeah, those, are, those yeah. are those are fun. That's that's just fun. Those are toys. They're not cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so good. Well, thanks for joining me, dude. Yeah, yeah, this is this is really fun. Let's do it again. I don't Absolutely. Do yeah, it's like I said, it's fun just like hanging out with a buddy and have a beer and just. I mean, this is what we do when we hang out anyway. So, yeah, you know, so uh, for sure. So we, I mean, like we, like we want to encourage people. You know, we want people to, like see more like what's going on culturally. You know, experience different things. You know, and yeah, like sunglasses you know even as small as that like maybe somebody's gonna listen to this and be like oh yeah yeah you know the sunglasses you know and like you as somebody who has your filters out for culture see things different perspective you know so like just a fun way to like maybe get like what god's putting us to do you know into the world you know so that's that's exactly how i feel i feel like there's there's so much negative stuff Mm -hmm. and people get in this like rut where they just get stuck listening to all this negative things and it right. just it tears on you and wears on you and people don't realize how much it's really affecting them so when, when I do this or Phil and I are doing a, a podcast like I want it to be encouraging mm-hmm. and fun and something that 
somebody's like, man, I'm glad that I've listened to this instead of doing this or, mm-hmm. you know, my day was crappy and I laughed a little bit at least, right. you know, or something. So that, that's really what makes you feel good about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So good. Cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks, Thanks for, for everybody me. watching. Um, 9.5. And then next week will be 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and cool. then he should be back for next week. And, um, yeah. So if, like, like we say every week, um, if anybody has anything um, cultural that they want to send us or um, uh, news or something cool happening, uh, Tate's been showing me a whole bunch of stuff, like, which cool. is really cool. Yeah. Um, he showed me this, this, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, percolator that was made for beetles, an old percolator that was, that was made for, like coffee percolator yeah. that you like was manufactured to fit in beetles. That's yeah, really cool. so rad. The dude's yeah. just all about it. That's amazing. amazing. So, but yeah, thanks everybody. We will see you next week. Peace. Cue the music. <laughs>